It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That's uh, right. and speaking of belts, the belt does not belong to the Guardians. The Braves put an ass-whooping on them yesterday. Uh, with the UCSS squad in attendance, I think I'm officially bad luck. They are 0-4 in games I've been to this year, and they have scored a combined three runs in the four games I've been to. So I'm going to stop going to games. Bull, Jason G, any last-second thoughts on the Braves series before we pivot and look I mean, ahead to Kansas City? The Braves are the best team in baseball. They haven't lost a series in like six weeks. Yeah, They've won, I want to say, like 24 their last 28 games. I can't be surprised the, they won two out of three. I said Monday, win one. Just don't get swept. How about this On the stat? show Monday, I said, just get one. How about this stat that I tweeted two days ago, but it's still uh, up to date. The Braves have more home runs since the first week of June than the Guardians do since September, the middle of late September last year. That's bonkers. Oh. Uh, Just in this month? They, they Just have, in June. In their last 29 games... The Braves have hit, I want to say, 70 home runs, 69, 70 home runs. They had 67 going into yesterday's game. They hit two yesterday. How many home runs did they hit yesterday? I think it was two. Riley hit one, and Murphy hit two. Yeah, they so they, have, two. they have 69 home runs in, I believe, their last 29 games. The Guardians have 66 home runs in their last 102 games, I think, or 103 going back to September of last year and including the playoffs. Uh, uh, good. Hey, listen, I, I, I was telling me Nuggets yesterday, they're playing, I, I don't believe any major league team can, can win with the playing style they have. That being said, though, overall, since the start of June, the Guardians do have one of the better records in the American League. You know what I looked up yeah. uh, last night? Actually, my, Zach and I did a yeah. co-op story, and one of the questions that we kicked around was, if the Guardians win the division, it's because, and if they don't win, it's because. I think they're... OPS is 688. That's horrendous. No division since 1980. Since 1980, one team has won its division with a lower OPS, and it just happened to be the 88 Dodgers who ended up winning the World Series. But in 43 years, yeah, but what was their pitching that year? Yeah, I mean, I didn't look at that, but yeah, Oral Hershiser not right, but. In 43 years, one team has won its division yeah. with it, lower OPS than what the Guardians have. Right. The Guardians will win a division because it just sucks. That's yeah. why. Well, yeah, I they, said they wouldn't win the pitching any other holds. Division. The, I mean, if the pitching holds. But is the pitching that good right now? No, no, but it's but it's carrying them. It's carrying them. But who is Bieber's? At best, been mediocre. Yes, he has. Quantrill's been ass. Yeah. You know, Bybee's been really good. Gavin uh, Williams is the real deal. But he's only made two starts or but, three, whatever But he's it is. going – I have – Yeah, have, I think he's going to be a real deal too, but that doesn't mean he's going to be great right. all the time as a rookie. Right. 
Uh, and then Savali, he's been, you know, yeah. okay. I mean, so Classe, as good as he's been, has blown what now? Eight seven. Saves? I think seven. seven saves? Yeah. He's blown three in a row, too. I mean, he's also tied for the league, at least as of the other day, tied for the league in appearances. He, like, the, the, I think he leads it now for the record. Back in and the by day, the way, why is know, Oscar Gonzalez not in the majors? I don't know if we'll ever see him again in Cleveland. I, I just, I don't think they believe in him. But they believe in Miles Straw. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's the greatest well, rebuttal I've ever heard. Bull, that, that was crazy. <laughs> but, I mean, well, Straw's got the contract, and yeah. he's better defensively. So which, what? He like, can't hit. I agree. That is crazy. That the, if, if that's the Miles Straw defensive angle is the most overrated plus, thing I've ever heard. Plus, I think Oscar's kind of like he was red hot, and I think he's cooled. I was looking it no, up the other day. He, just had no, a great he had another great game. I thought over the last week or two he kind of cooled off, but I, maybe I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't understand why would you give up on a guy who played great for them last year? Why? Because he's got a wild swing. Maybe they need a couple of guys with wild. He swings. has no plate discipline whatsoever. There's a lot of guys who don't have great plate discipline. That discipline that are great in the majors for a number of years, and then eventually they go over the cliff. Javi Baez was an excellent player for five, six years. Yeah, he has no play discipline. real quick, real real quick, I got Oscar's stats over the last nine games. Yeah, eighteen for thirty-four. Okay, eleven runs, three doubles, a triple, three home runs, twelve RBIs, a stolen base. He's betting five. So five I hope he gets another chance. I, I get percent. it. I get he's got a flawed game. Miles Straw can't hit. I hope I, I hope Oscar gets another chance. I hope he does. I just Look, I don't man, know. I, this is the thing. Like, hold on. Now, for all of the stuff Tito Tito does do well, let's keep it real. Some sometimes Tito get these irrational things where he loves a guy and he's just going to play him even if he sucks. Yeah, he does it all the time. Like I mean, it, they don't have a ton of options right now, like in the majors. But why straw plays every day and and very few other guys he, he, do? I don't, I don't, don't want to say politics. I don't want to say like. And when I say politics, I'm talking about man. You he just be liking dudes. Like yeah. why would you not have this dude up here? And by the way, the Miles Straw contract's a complete disaster. Uh, it is complete disaster. It I is. said it from the beginning. Everybody argued with me, and I was 100% right. And number two, he sucks. I, look, look, man, I just don't think in plate discipline, they be disciplined as hell and still don't be getting no runs. No. I don't think, I don't think, like, I don't think the way they play is really, you, you can't, that can't translate to winning baseball. Like, we talk about with shooting and spacing and, and NBA, we talk about trying to, you know, build quarterbacks with medium guys and journeymen and just run the ball. We all know that don't work. We got to come to the conclusion that just sitting here waiting on great pitching outings and being in the AL Central, and that's not a winning formula if you can't get no, if you ain't got no sticks. And it seems like they hate sticks. Like and even now when Naylor's so, hurt, but, he's their second best hitter. I, I would, I almost say first. Naylor been hot this year. He's, he's been great. He's borderline. Uh, kudos to Ahmed Rosario, who has really put it together the last few weeks. Yes, yes, and played great this weekend. He won them that one game against Atlanta. He's still not the long-term answer at short, and I don't want to hear. No, that I is. know that, but I'm giving him his credit. Yeah, no, I know. Obviously, and, and that's they need fair. to let him go. That's, but no, but no, I would gonna... trade him if I could get anything for him right now. He hot. You're not gonna get anything for him. You're not going to get anything for him. Well, I get more from him. Than I, I can't. At least from him, I can get uh, a lottery pick. For Miles Straw, I have to give up something to oh, get rid to, of Miles. Yeah, Straw. to get rid of the money for yeah. sure. See me Christmas. But I'm just saying, if Miles, if if Ahmed Rosario's hot play could get me even a one, 
you know, a nothing return, a little I, return? I, I, if, if he's, like, picking it up now and Rosario's sort of finding his rhythm again, yeah. I'm fine just letting him play it out, just play out the year and, and leave as a free I, agent. Yeah, but I'm saying, if you could get something for him. Again, I agree with you. They can't, they're not getting much. So, so what you're telling me is they missed on Zanino, right? Yes. Uh, the, bell, bell. the Bell contract is trash. Yeah, the I, bell, the bell contract, I liked it at the time. At the the Bell contract is horrifying. It's got and Miles Straw contract. So you, so you can't have three bad contracts if you're a mid-market team. You can't. Those are your Yeah, guys. well, the Zanino at least is only this year. The, right. the, the bell is going to go into next year because there's no chance he's opting out of that. The straw contract, they've got a, he's got guaranteed money for three more years. Yeah. Uh, he's, get, he's guaranteed another $20 million after this year over three oh. years. That's awful. Awful. Yeah. He is a useless player. He Anybody that thinks he's a starter is ridiculous. It, okay, wait. <laughs> he's a bench player. Uh, he won a moving. gold glove. He's not useless, Jason. He won a gold he's glove. A he's not player. useless. He's all right. Be, useless is too strong. Yes, he's a bench player. Fair. Fair. Okay. You know, there's a lot of guys that are good center fielders. I, I mean, he played shortstop at the, as a in a, with the Astros very briefly. He could be a terrific super utility guy who could play all over Great. the field. Let him do that. That would be the his guy's role. Got but not at RBIs. seven million a year. He brings nothing, zero to the table Agreed. from an offensive standpoint. I agree, zero. A matter of fact, his only picture they can find is of him button. <laughs> <laughs> he like turn, he turning. I don't even know he laid it down. I mean, imagine having thirteen <laughs> arms. How many? How many plate appearances does Miles Straw have? Hundreds. You, you don't want the answer to hundreds. that question. Hundreds. He plays every 13 day. Thirteen RBIs. You, you He's don't, every you day don't want the answer to that hundreds. question. Hundreds of appearances. I mean, it's crazy. He must have two hundred fifty plate appearances. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> what a laugh. Not at best plate appearances. Do you have it? Uh, 283. 283 oh. times to the plate, and he's knocked in 13 runs. 13. That's he has 85 <laughs> total bases, though. So? That's awful. I know. Hey, bro. He's the worst. Wait, wait, wait. There is no, there is not a worse hitter in baseball that plays as much as he does. Can Nobody. I, can I share something that I heard at the game last night that was really mean, but it made me laugh? Yeah. So Josh Bell had three chances with two guys on in the first three yeah, innings. And, and the guy sitting in front of us was like, this dude's not even hitting his own weight. And that's mean. His batting average wasn't it, – it was funny. It was mean. I laughed. I mean, he about two, 240. Didn't land here. He about 240. Yeah. But we've heard that – like, we, we've always heard when somebody says you can't hit your weight. Yeah. Yeah, that's like we've we've heard that before. I thought McNuggets thought that was a haymaker. I don't know. I didn't think that was that funny. I was still uh, waiting for the joke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes you the thing was funnier than the most. that before? I was like, <laughs> no, I never heard anyone say that that's before. That's a common baseball expression. Yeah, hey, well, like most do. Very so. common. I, I, I just it. never heard it. I laughed. It was funny yesterday. It didn't Jeez, land here. Mike. Swing and miss. Hey, I did stand up comedy. I'm allowed to have a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you did kill it. You yeah. killed it. Oh my I mean, gosh. I get that. All right, so let's talk about Kansas City real quick, though. Oh, they have a four-game set coming up with the Royals. Just, just quickly before we move Can't on to prove McKenzie. Anything. It's so there's nothing that can happen well, in this four-game set. What are they? Two games under 500. They are two games under 500. They are 42 and 44. All right, so if you sweep the series, you'll finally be over 500. So what? I agree with you. Like, there's yeah. nothing that can happen in this four-game set that absolves them of the entire no. first half of the no. season. It's oh, been no. a disappointment. Maybe. They should sweep the series. The Royals are an all-time bad team. Yeah. Maybe if the only thing I'm looking for is see if the Royals wear them cool powder blues with the blue brims. They got cool. The hats, Royals bro. are catching the A's. Yeah. And who thought yeah, that I, was possible? I'm so mad right. at the A's right now. They both have about the same record, right? What yeah. are their records, Kansas City? They're Oakland? close. They're close. Let me pull up the standings real quick. As of today... 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The Oakland Athletics are 25 and 63, and the Royals are 25 and 62. Wow. So both wow. of those teams are on pace to lose over 110 games. Wow. Remember, the record is 120. Most losses in a season, modern era. The A's are going the other way, though. The A's are figuring it out and no. playing better. They're playing, Mikey. Are they playing better? Nobody knows the A's better than Mike. Yeah, they're they're five and five in their last ten, straight up, just straight up wins. Yeah. And they are like, I believe, seventeen and four, covering the spread the last twenty-one. I'm literally one game over five hundred. They're Stendhal. still forty games under five hundred. Yes, but I'm just they're saying. They're still on pace. To- but they're not as abysmal as they were in April and May. No. They looked like they were going to lose one hundred thirty no. games. But- before this recent streak where they won a few games, they had, had they had lost like eight or nine in a row again. All by one run, though. Who cares? I do. I mean, you care for <laughs> betting. Betting purposes. They're both hideous teams. Two of the worst teams yeah. I've ever seen yeah. in baseball. We were talking – I was at the uh, – I went to watch the, one of the other Little League games yesterday. I'm talking with some of the other dads, and we were talking about who the Guardians could trade for. I'm like, the Royals and A's have really nobody. Neither team. Yeah, really not has really. Anybody. No, no, the Royals have a couple of dudes who could play. Who? Bobby Wood Jr.? But no, You're not trading who they, who they would trade. Oh, who oh, oh, trade. I, thought, I thought you meant in general oh. to trade. I thought yeah, you said no, no, they had no, no, no assets. Got you. Sorry. No, they're not. I, got, I mean, a guy they could trade for that the team would trade. Royals I miss, aren't miss, obviously miss, not trading Bobby I mean, Salvi, but the Royals yeah. aren't going to trade him. I think he's got no trade, actually. I think Salvi Perez has a no yeah, trade Yeah, I mean, cost. how old is Salvador Perez at this point? 31, 30, 32, 33, 33, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, tra- I would take him on the Guardians in a second. I certainly would, but I don't know getting involved in a long-term deal with a 33-year-old catcher no, is I'm, a good idea. He's 33. I think he's I, he's definitely got a no trade, and I think he's got a year left on his deal, one or two left on his deal. Yeah, well, if he's only got a year left, then I'm Do you know what sucked much. yesterday, by the way? What's that? We're at the game, and Sean Murphy just absolutely oh. – demolished a fastball into the left field. And I looked at Anthony and Earl and Steve and was just like. He's one of the best in the game. God darn. But they tried. Like, again. No, I know. I know. I don't care about trying. Get it done. Okay. And if they say Espino and Williams are no deal. Espino and Williams? Yes. I I don't know what the the ask was. We don't know the day. What if. But, what? but they were those were the names that they wanted. I don't buy that. I think it's bullshit. Because Oakland. All right. What did Oakland get for them? Whether or not they, didn't they get a prospect as good as Gavin Williams, those were the those two, those two were yeah. what they want. Now, did they want both of them? I don't know, but those were the two names that were discussed that they wanted, plus whatever else. I, I mean, Espino's been injury prone, right? So, but you but didn't know that at the time. I would have traded. I would have traded one of the two at the time. And what if you trade Williams? What if you trade Williams back then? You have Murphy now, but right. now you've got Espino with a busted shoulder. You've got Murphy. I don't say I don't believe no I don't believe they got a prospect as good as Williams. So I don't. So even... here's here's the deal. I got it right now. Yeah, and it's a three team deal, which I forgot because William uh, William Contreras went from the Braves to the Brewers in the same deal. Right. The A's got uh, Estuary Ruiz, who was a nice the, player, who he's was a, the Brewers' on... eighth ranked prospect. They got Kyle got... Muller from the Braves, who was their top ranked prospect in the whole organization. Freddie Tarnock, who was their sixth ranked prospect. 
and Robert Salinas, who was their 18th ranked prospect. Yeah, I don't think Kyle Mueller's as good as Gavin Williams. And so I, I think the if the Braves would have, I'm sorry, if the A's would have made the deal without including the Guardians' top pitching prospects, I think Murphy would be in Cleveland today. Yeah, well, he's not. We don't know in the end what it what it took. I'm just saying it would have. He would have looked very good in oh, the Guardians' sure. uniform. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. It would have been a huge. And it hurts to see him go three for four yesterday with the yeah. home run, yeah. double, and a single. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, another Guardians thing we got to talk about. Yeah. Tristan McKenzie is opting to go the rehab route instead of getting Tommy John surgery. Uh, this was reported. You take tag word full here. Zach Meisel put it out the other day. He's going to be shut down for a few more weeks, then begin a throwing program. The hope is he can return at some point this season. Two parts. One. Do you think we'll see McKenzie again this year? And two, what's your feeling on a player taking the rehab route opposed to going to surgery? I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me of when that's worked. I do know that um, – what was the pitcher? Tanaka like, pitched with the Tanaka. Team. Yeah. He pitched with it and he was good. He was all right, yeah. But most pitchers that opt for the non-surgical end up having the surgery. I was just going to say that. Yeah. We still don't know that this isn't but, – but I'm fine going this route because he's, all, he's out all of next year anyway. Okay, somebody else said that to me, and here's my problem with that. If he doesn't, ha- if he has the surgery now, yeah, then he's good to go for 25. Yeah. If he waits to the end of the year, this is going to affect his 25 season as well. I don't know. I mean, what are we talking? 15 months. If, if he, he has if he it in September, in, if he has it in September. Well, you say in September. Okay, September. But um, I think I think we'll have clarity. He's not going to wait until. Sometimes it takes 18 uh, months to come. Uh, come back from an injury I, like I this. Don't, I don't, I, I ain't never had no, no Tommy John surgery, but I, I will tell you what an orthopedic surgeon, surgeon said. He said, you know, I tore both of my ACLs. So he says, yeah, you know, you can actually play without ACL. Like after you tear your ACL, you know, there'll be a lot of blood in your knee and fluid. They'll drain it out. And, and you actually, if you can actually get all the, the inflammation out, you can play without ACL. Uh, John Elway played without ACLs in his knee. However, the problem with that is, is it causes too much structural damage on the other ligaments, not like your PCL, your LCL, your MCL, all those other different, you know, ligaments take that strain because there's no stability. Now, if this guy is a young pitcher and you looking out for your career. He ain't even got paid yet once, right? That's correct. If you looking out, why would you put yourself in a position where I wouldn't even think about it? First of all, I'm pitching for the Guardians. They ain't paying you. You already know that. So why would you put yourself in position to further injure yourself, set your rehab back all the way back to 225 just for a little couple of games that you two games under 500? Well, no, but it's but you don't. I don't think you want to run to the op, to the operating room. You want to exhaust all of their options first. Sure. And I think that's all. He's and doing we don't here. know what he's being told. To be yeah. fair, I mean, like we don't. I'm know not. I'm not his surgeon. I'm not his doctor. I don't know what was going on with his medical situation. All I would say is I don't know very many people who opt for rehab that is just trying to strengthen the area around it. The bottom line is he has something wrong that's causing him issues, right? He tried to do the rehab thing one time this season. Didn't work out for him. I don't know if he wants to go under the knife. You never want to go under the knife because you're never the same when you come out. But I, I would I would err very cautiously but, on not doing it. And here's the thing, Jason. If you say, well, maybe they'll decide in September or whatever. Like, is he going to pitch? Well, I think if that he doesn't pitch. How, what's going to change your opinion? Well, 
I, I, well, I think as they shut down and then yeah. try and ramp back up, I think we're going to know sooner than later okay. if he's going to need it. But I have no problem delaying this because next year's a wash anyway. I mean, if they're still going to have, I don't now if they wait till December, January, yeah, right. Then it, then then you creep into the following year. That's probably it's probably not going to take that. Yeah, long. I mean, in my mind, you got it. It sucks, but you got to think there's a good chance he's not pitching until 2025. Pro, uh, what is this? Three, four. Yeah, I, yeah, because I think they're going to shut down for this however many weeks. Right. Try and get him back out, and if it's not right, then then you have right. it, and, and you're still back for 25. And, and Jason, I think he's every player is, is every single player is very apprehensive about doing that because of just what you said. That's a psychological blow. Like I'm gonna go in, get surgery, and come out, and I'm not gonna be back on the mound at 25. Yeah, you want to exhaust yeah. all avenues. <laughs> To see at least if you can yeah. get on the field a little bit, or yeah. at least not to have to have. Sorry. But this, but it's a problem for him now. I mean, pitchers have Tommy John all the time. It's yeah. not that big of a deal anymore. To your point of, for him, for his career, maximizing his value, is it better to go into free agency eventually with a torn ligament in your elbow, or is it better to just bite the bullet now and have Tommy John? It's going to really depend on. Yeah, I would how think he the pitches. latter, but would be that more detrimental or more beneficial? No, I would think having the Tommy John surgery is more beneficial I in the long term. I would tend to agree with you yeah. in the long term. I, teams are going to be worried about yeah. that. And you sign you a know. big deal, you go in there, you, there's supposed to be a one, two, three physical, and all of a sudden, uh, uh, I don't know. This could be crushing for the Guardians because they rely on taking advantage of these good pitchers Absolutely. when they're pre-arbitration. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. I mean, but he, just because he's hurt, he, st- he still gets his service time. And I made the point, I don't know if you're on the show, I don't know if they'll ever sign another pitcher to a long-term deal. I might write about this here in the next couple of weeks. Not unless they got a, a huge, where it seemed like a huge bargain. Because, I mean? like, I, I don't know what the, what this, this is so much, this is so common to lose these guys to surgery. Yeah. I don't know what the benefit is for, for them. I think they'll just take their six years or their five years or whatever, yeah. maximize those years, trade them for the next batch, and then repeat, rinse and repeat, and do it again. Now, they did sign Kluber to a deal, and it worked out okay for them. Yeah. They got off the big money just in time. They right. traded them just in time and got off yep. that. Westbrook wasn't the, going back a few years. Westbrook yeah. deal didn't work out for them. I don't know if they'll ever that they'll Yeah, ever I mean, they traded Clevenger. Guys. He's been nothing. Yeah. They traded Bauer. Kluber. He's been nothing. They traded Bauer. He had the one MVP in uh, Cy Young season yeah. in, the, in the COVID year, but then he's been a disaster since. And they traded, who am I forgetting? They More recently, Carrasco's done nothing since they've traded yeah. him. CC and next is Bieber because Bieber's gone. They are. Tra- I'd be stunned if they don't trade him. I, this, I this agree. Year. I think he's 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 gone by the end of the month. Honestly, the only reason to me they might not trade him has nothing to do with where they are in the standings. It's that maybe his value is just so low at the moment that they don't they wait till the offseason. And see, I think the flip side of that, you trade him now because it's going to get lower. No, because. Yes, he's not. His value is low because of the pitching, but the demand right now, yeah, and teams in the race, and I think there's more desperation at a trade deadline to find pitching than there is in the off season. Yeah, and there's not. I mean, maybe the Cubs make Stroman available. They should. They maybe, better. Maybe the White Sox make Giolito available. Maybe worst the Mets case, make Max Scherzer available. I doubt it. I doubt it. Best Might. case scenario, worst case scenario, I think Bieber's still one of the top three pitchers available, and I could count probably twelve to fifteen teams that are going to be looking for starting pitching. Oh yeah, the demand is going to be so high at the, the deadline. The problem is, you move them now. You like. Somebody somebody texted me or somebody sent me a tweet and said, like, the Orioles have all these good young hitters. Yeah. Right? They need a pitcher. Yeah. Would they trade? Who's the kid they just called up? Kowser. Colton Kowser. Colton Kowser. Like another He's one. He's my guy, and by the way. They've called up all these kids. They called up Gunnar Henderson. They called up uh, 
Kowser. They called up Adley Rutschman last yep. year. And uh, the best one is still to come. The best one is Matt Holiday's kid, Jackson, Jackson Holiday. Jackson Holiday's the best one. He's a couple years away. They're not trading him. No. He got no kids chance. that old. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. He's in. I think is he in don't Double A? I think he's in Double A right message, now. Yeah, that, he's nineteen too. He's don't flying to the system. Don't that? He's the best prospect in baseball. In baseball. Yeah. Don't that mess you up when you be like, bro? I remember watching your yeah. dad when your dad was young. I know. Yes. And now you're like twelve. Him. Right. And so, but like, who are the the Orioles aren't giving up any of those guys for court, for for Shane Bieber? None of them. Maybe Kowser. I don't know. Maybe Kowser. I bet you they give up Kowser. I wouldn't if I would. Pitching is going to be at such a premium. Yeah, but you look at the rest of their division. Like the Yankees' pitching is not that good. But like they can. Everybody sign- needs pitching, right? Then maybe you don't need pitching. I don't know. Like I don't know that Shane Bieber is a difference maker at this point. I, I, Marcus Stroman is pitching way over his head, but somebody's going to overpay for him probably. I wouldn't want it to be me. Who's, who's Baltimore's best starter right now? Uh, probably Tyler Wells. Has been that's really the guy, good. that's the guy I was trying to think of. Yeah. I couldn't think of his name, but they certainly could use a veteran yeah, I mean, at the top of the rotation. They don't have proven entities. I think the Guardians would prefer to send him to the National League for sure. That's, I mean, Carrasco, they sent the National League, right. Bauer, the National League, Clevenger, the National League. Okay. They have a history it's, of sending guys to the uh-huh. NL. Are the Reds making an aggressive move like that? I doubt it. I don't know. I mean, those two teams have linked up before. They have. Could you get Ellie De La Cruz yeah, no, for Shane not. Bieber? Definitely not. Straight up? <laughs> one for one? Come on, what, what do you what say? What if you add Miles Straw to that deal? <laughs> and just, to make the, just to make the salaries match. And Josh Bell for the sweetener. They wouldn't trade Ellie De La Cruz for anybody. Yeah. Otani yeah. for Cruz, straight up. No. 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 Otani's going to be a free agent at the end of the and year. And they can't afford they can't to bring afford him back. Him. Yeah. Speaking of De La Cruz, did you see what he did yesterday? Yeah, he talked shit after he after the uh, after the Nationals tried to complain about his bat. No, I didn't see that. I missed that. We, by the way, in I'll the, put it in tag board. Hold on. In, in the Little League game yesterday, there was one team called the other team out for using an illegal bat. It was true. And Do you had, guys have the USA Baseball and USSSA you're illegal? To have that? Yeah. One kid didn't. We had that a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, what was the question again? Who could you trade for De La Cruz? Uh, no. The answer is nobody. They're not, they're not trading him for nobody. anybody. They wouldn't yeah. trade him for any player in baseball. Because it, obviously he's not, he's not the best player in baseball because he's young. But The contract situation. The con- because of the contract and how good he is yeah. and how good he's been so far. Oh, you were asking about the thing. So, Ellie De La Cruz had this little cap on the bottom of his bat that apparently you get readings of how fast the ball is, you know, coming off the bat, all these ex- – I don't know what it is exactly – and the Nationals thought that he was using something illegal, but it was only on the bottom of his bat, and apparently it is legal, but no, a lot I, of players aren't doing it. I totally missed that. And so he, after he hit a home run, which was a bomb to the upper deck, he is huge, by the way. He's 6'5". Yeah, and he's a monster. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, if I'm the Reds, the Reds got they, – they're a year ahead of schedule. Remember last year when ownership – was it last year yeah. when they got destroyed yeah. and, and the owner came out and was kind of defiant and like, well, where else are you going to go? What other team are you going to yeah. root for? Well, was that all in. Was that last year or was that two years ago? I think it was last year. Man, what a flip they but had. I thought it would take them another year, but De La Cruz is awesome. Here's the video, Jason. Yeah. Wow. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I love Did it. Did you see Carlos Santana speaking of which? Wow. When he hit that walk-off for the Pirates. Do you have that video? I, I'm sure I could find it. 455 the, feet. The, the, Reds, the, the Reds' black uniforms are just they're just awesome. Like, they got crazy unis, bro. 
Yeah, they got the Reds have been getting huge crowds at their games. This is this game's in Washington, so that's why it's not a big crowd. But uh, I have the Santana one. You want it? You got you got to see this. Have you guys seen this? No. Oh, you got to look at this. Look, it's I I wouldn't expect Santana to do this. So Santana hits a walk off. Wait, here we go. I love the I love the old uniforms. Oh wait, those aren't even those aren't old uniforms. I I think it's the old colors. Those are the new City Connect. Those are cool. Colors are like the old ones. Yeah. But watch this. I can't believe he did this. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh. This is this make is, baseball fun again. Who has an I, issue with that? I agree. I, love I totally issue agree. With that. I love Carlos Santana. Wasn't he always kind of a curmudgeon, like hey. an old school guy? Uh, I don't think hey. so. See, this was Chinese. I love it. I love that. I think baseball. it's great. Y'all I think it's listen, great. And if I think it's awesome. Now, the Pirates had lost like 15 out of 20 before that. And even more reasons. So and great. if you don't like it, you, you can go in and nursing Oh, home. I love the celebrating. I love bat I, flips. I want a bat I flip used to love when I, I used to love when Sammy flipped the bat. When he black, the I loved it. When he did the hop and flip. Yeah. And, and, if, and if you're a pitcher and, and you're on the mound being salty like somebody showed you up, shut up. Strike him out. Get him out. Strike him out. That's it. Your stuff sucks. Yeah. What what what? I, I don't mean, even know what this is. is I don't know. What th- at first, I thought I, it was. I thought he was like going to the gritty, but that ain't the gritty. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> we mix. By the way, that's I'm a, awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm a fan on. Uh, I'm a fan of uh, the unis, though. Those are those are nice. I yeah, like I'm a lot. Fan, them, that, Do the Guardians have the City Connect ones? No, yet? they don't. They don't have anything. Ever, I thought every team had them. Yeah, they, they haven't pulled them out yet, but I haven't I, seen I, any what, like pre sketches of them. What are you waiting for? You have a big G. I like G's though. <laughs> Obviously, but yeah, where's 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 the we don't got no unis. You like know that. what's cool is I like them. I know we're never allowed to say anything nice about Pittsburgh. Why not? But oh, nah, people. But all three teams have the same colors. I said that the other day. That's more, really more cool. More cities should do that. More yeah, cities should do that. Although I don't want any other teams in brown and orange. Those colors no. are trash together. We, I'm we'd sorry. We have to switch to the Guardians colors. Red, white, and blue. Yeah, yeah. But I think the black and yellow on all the teams is really cool. That's that's it cool. Is. Yeah. Yeah, they is kind of they is court name. I like that, and I like the, the the Penguins got really dope classic uniforms. I like those too. I, yeah. Are there any Penguins in Pittsburgh? By the way, naturally, no. no. It's not their natural habitat. You know, Penguins are indigenous in uh, Antarctica, not the North Pole, right? I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that. I even thought they were indigenous in the North Pole. <laughs> All right, Mike. All right, moving on to the yeah. next topic here. Yeah. Is it a star player's responsibility to recruit or try to recruit other stars to his or her team? Or does that fall solely on the front office, management, personnel, coaches? I mean, I think in this NBA, it is, right? Because the players want so much say, and they have a lot of say, when they want to be tra- It's the only sport where the player wants to be traded, he gets traded nine times out of ten. Yeah, with the star players, um, it, and that doesn't happen in football. That doesn't, certainly doesn't happen in baseball. No. I mean, it happens once in a while in those sports, but it's it's rare. Uh, I don't know if it happens in hockey. I'm not sure, but but um, in the NBA, the players have a ton of power. LeBron wants to be the GM when he's on every team, but then he gets not. I, I I think it's funny as much as I like LeBron. LeBron wants to put together every team. When it goes badly, he never gets to blame. He <laughs> not only does he not get the blame, he right. blames everyone else right. for doing what else. he wanted done. He but, wanted Russell Westbrook, 
It doesn't work. What'd you go and get Russ for? <laughs> right. It's never LeBron's fault. His, his man, back door, he turned around and look at you as you take the ball out. That was your man, LeBron, yeah. not mine. What are you doing? LeBron never gets blamed for anything. But, uh, yeah, I think the player, the superstars do owe it to the team to recruit. Like, look, like, like I think you, you're lame if you don't. Like, even when, so we started the show, like, and people to sit as, to popular, you know, you know, conclusions people think that bull just was like you know what I'm leaving and I'm already coming here bull was not like really like thinking he was gonna be on the show and then Steve was like hold on this Adam the bull character uh it looks like he's done where he's at he's, he, he's do you know him I said uh yeah I work with him at the fan all the time he said uh you, you mind texting him see we you know I text bull like hey yo they trying to do this show blah 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 this is what it is now after that Obviously, Steve and the rest of the upper higher ups took it, and, and you know they, they we got the deal done. But that'd be dumb as hell for me to be like, oh, well, there's a great guy who's good at his job. I want I want the best panel in the world on your Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Of course, I'm gonna make a call. I don't know would you need me to mow some grass too or what? It, you should be. You you have to be if you if you want to win. It's dumb as hell for you to be like, well, that's not my job to do that. When, right? Like, come on, bro. You don't want to win or not? What are we doing here? Jason, it it shows. It, I mean, we're using the NBA as an example. It applies to all sports, though. If the star of your team, if the franchise pillar is reaching out to guys and saying, "I want you," of course that's going to move the needle. Yes, that's part of the responsibility of being the face of something. It means a lot more when guys police their own lock their own locker room. It means more coming from another player than it does coming from a coach or a GM. Sure. A GM recruiting you, it does not have the same effect as Patrick Mahomes picking up the phone and saying, yeah. "Hey, I want you in Kansas City." Or LeBron picking up the phone and saying, come to L.A. or, or Donovan here or whatever the case may be. Yeah, of course it's, it falls as part of their duty. Now, the problem is if you got a year left and a guy didn't want to stay or he's on his way out, that's where you run into problems where it's not going to happen. But if you're committed to a place long term, part of your responsibility, part of your duty to the organization to make yourself better is to yeah. go out and recruit guys. Yeah, I think I, I, I was, it was a short one. And Dwayne Wade was saying how it was the year that that he LeBron was recruiting him. He said notoriously LeBron keeps all his cards to, to his best, even with his, some of his best friends. And Dwayne Wade was telling him like, "Come on, bro. I know you going you want to play in LA. I know you do. You just got to let me know what time it is." Yeah. And he said he was mad because LeBron kind of sold him on it. He got here and then the Cavs traded him. In like I guess it was the four months of him being here. Whatever. Well, that was a disaster. And it was he was Dwayne, just like I wish I'd have never came. Well, I didn't hear that, but Dwayne and I mean that's a whole other we could do a whole show on <laughs> Dwayne's brief time in Cleveland. That and that wasn't well received from the start. Yeah. Like people in, with the Cavs didn't really want Dwayne here. Like it was very and LeBron admitted that to me. Like on the record, LeBron yeah, said there wasn't a whole lot of guys with it. There was it was it was with a lot of resistance. That was the last year when LeBron was here. And they were they were making a clear pivot in the organization yep. away from what he was doing. Yep. He wanted Jamal Crawford. They signed Jetty Osmond. He wanted Griff back. They got rid of Griff and they brought Kobe in. Yep. Uh, and Dwayne was the one move where they sort of acquiesced to him and let him and let Dwayne come here. And he didn't fit in the locker room. He didn't fit anywhere. And they had to get him out of the trade deadline just to. Why did he not things. fit in the locker room if he and LeBron are so close? Yeah, like, but they didn't have. They had D Rose and Crowder. And then I heard Crowder didn't get along with Crowder didn't really fit either. Dwayne, Dwayne, and I don't know if a lot of people know this or not. Dwayne and Kevin. Really? really? It was not good. 
Really? It was not good between Dwayne and Kevin at all. Huh. At all. Why? I did not know. Just the personality conflict. It just, it just didn't work. And Kevin was the established guy who'd been here for a number of years. And it was, and Dwayne was the one that they moved on from. It just didn't work in the locker room. And then you had Isaiah Thomas, who I hear didn't work as well. Oh God, he was, and and I mean Isaiah talked a lot, which aggravated some guys in there. But also Isaiah was trying to salvage his career, and right. he was trying. Like I think we talked about this, like the, when they went to Napa, like they just were they stopped the season and went and got drunk for a day and a half in Napa, and Isaiah was trying to get back. That's when he was trying to come back from the hip. So they had to like stop their wine trip and go find a gym somewhere in wine country, a high school gym and get a run in because Isaiah kept like wanting to practice. He needed, he needed to get on the court, but that was a disaster from the start. He was trying to rejuvenate his career. He was, he was, he was just jacking shots from everywhere. He didn't fit in the offense. I forgot. So you got, you had Jay Crowder didn't work. D Wade and, and Kevin Love like don't work. Isaiah Thomas is trying to get his money off and get back on the court. LeBron is like having an issue with the organization because they ain't doing what he's saying. And he's and, leaving at the end of the and year. And he's leaving at the end of the year. And he wanted him to use that number eight pick to go get some. Well, and now here's and J.R. Smith doesn't know the score. What about? <laughs> but though, I mean, that was my compl- I I mean, this is what I wrote after the Kyrie trade. It was it was a bad deal from the start because all they wanted was the pick. And my point is, you got a chance to win a championship. Screw the pick. Yeah. If you really feel like you have to trade Kyrie. Go get pieces that could help you win now. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. That whole trade was built around the eight pick. I had people tell me at the trade, Isaiah's cooked. Like Isaiah will never be Isaiah again. The injury was similar to what Johnny Flynn had, and Johnny was never the same. And Johnny was never the hip destroyed him. Johnny, I mean, I don't know if he would have been an NBA great or not, but his, the hip injury he had destroyed I mean, his career. It's the Bo Jackson game, bro. Uh, that just goes to show you, man. Like this is very fragile. Um, Dang, that is, and that eight pick ended up turning to be Colin Sexton, which wow. became Donovan Mitchell. Wow! With everything else, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean that I, I mean I went round and round with them for yeah. years about Colin and what they tried to build him into right. and whatever else. And people, I got yelled at all the time for being mean to Colin. I'm like guys, Colin is not what they're trying to build no. him into. He's a guy, and we've seen that. Like yeah. we've seen it for, play out in Utah. Damn. We had Colin Sexton and Baker. We was, and those we, were the saviors of Cleveland. And, and they yeah. were Colin Sexton hard. and Baker. Hulk. Was Colin really on the same level as Baker no. in terms? No, no, not no, as a no, player, no, but no. in terms not of like close. line in the sand, you're one side or the other on said player. Well, that part probably yeah, is true. Yeah, 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 but to a much lesser yeah, level. Yeah, to a much. Level. But there, I mean, I I said for years, Colin's a bench player. That's it. He's just a bench player. And people think, went crazy. Because, because, because he had I, 24, he was getting almost 25 a game. And people were just, and you got to think, at that time, we had, that's the Andre Drummond years. Like, so it was, they was just, they didn't. The Cavs sucked. Oh, they were I, bad. I, I will people say, People have to score. I will say, though, that initially, I think most of us, including the three of us who have, none of us have, were big Baker supporters in this group, unlike Jay and some others. Yeah. But initially, I wasn't anti-Baker. Oh, no. Coming off his rookie year, I thought he was legit. No, Baker had, like, don't get it twisted. He had moments. He had a lot of moments, actually. Oh, yeah. Actually. yeah. Like, it, so, it, yeah. you couldn't compare him and Colin Sexton because Colin played, he scored on a bad team. Yeah. Right? You know, um, post-LeBron. So, yeah. that it, it, that's a little different. But, yeah, Polar Baker Isaac, played nice as a rookie, and then his second year, he was not good. And then the third year, he got off to a bad start. And then the back two-thirds of the season, he played very well. But that's been it. And I'm going to have to keep it real. 
Somebody taught it, try to float me some stats for Deshaun Watson, say 3,700. No, that's a Baker year. Yeah, right. That's a 2020 Baker year. 27 touchdowns. I need a, like, I had to keep it real with, because, like, we told, we said 37 wasn't good enough. 37 and 28 touchdowns and six hundred. We said that was not good enough. So I got to keep it real. Yeah. But initially, rookie year, I think most of us were on board for Baker. Yeah. We thought he had more upside than he turned out. Yeah. I mean, he, but, but this is what I, I can understand. What I'm trying to do this year, I'm trying to put myself in other people's shoes to understand Ooh. them. I'm trying to work on that. And I will say this if you go back and watch Baker Mayfield, his rookie year, Baker Mayfield would let throws go. Like, Baker would, like, he would sneak balls in these little small windows, and you'd be like, "Man, that's a hell of a like, like that's a big yeah. time." He throw. made Brashad Perryman look like a number one receiver. Oh, he, well, now he's competing for the Bucks job. With, uh, <laughs> uh, so slappy. Bull always, Bull is always there to never let you remember. Don't fall off too, guys. No, Don't he, give him too listen, much. I'm not saying his rookie year. I gave him his credit he, when he, it was due. I don't know but what happened. They had to move on. I think I don't know what that. happened, bro. I, he was on a trajectory. It wasn't like he was Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold no. said, showed me nothing. Josh Rosen no. showed me nothing no. that year. He was it, like that first year that euphoria. Remember they opened them coolers against the Jets. Oh, yeah, that euphoria in this. That city, was a fun year. No, doubt. that was like, whoo, that was a fun year. And so was two years later. All right, Mike, what do we got? Well, this is something that you asked us to throw in here, Bull. Yeah. And I am very curious to see how the rest of the panel and the guys behind the glass uh, respond. Before that, though, I want to remind you guys that the Call of Companies Championship is coming up next week in Akron at the famous Firestone Country Club. All your favorite senior tour golfers will be there. We'll be down there on Tuesday and Wednesday as well. So if you're there, come say what's up. You can find all the information you want on the Call of Companies Championship at callitgolf.com. And tomorrow at about 5 p.m., we'll be doing our second edition of the Behind the Glass live stream, previewing the Cavs Summer League, what we can expect from Amani Bates and others as the Cavs open up Summer League play at 8.30 on Friday night. That stream will be myself, Earl, and Anthony starting right around 5 o'clock. So make sure you tune in for that. And speaking of Hoops Bowl, you yeah. sent us two scenarios. We're going to start with basketball, move to football. And Steve, you can take tag board full here. These went... Viral over the last few days, and we'll start with this one. Would you rather be given a million dollars up front, or a chance for twenty million, if you had to score more than fifteen points in an NBA NBA game to collect said twenty million? By the way, before we answer that question, speaking of going viral, have, have you guys signed up for this new Thread app through Instagram? Yes. No. What is Hopefully, it? it's going to take over for Twitter. Oh, the, the metal joint. Yeah, yeah. I, I ignore most social media anyway, so yeah. I don't. I think I did sign up. I did sign up, but I'm probably not going to use it. Mm. I'm curious if this will be the one that actually has more staying power than 48 hours. We've seen a bunch of these little pop up, and it's like for Somebody 48 hours. Somebody sent me an invitation to this Blue Sky, or the April on Twitter. She sent me an invitation to Blue Sky. I signed up for that, but I want something. Twitter has gone down the toilet. Uh. I was reading that somebody says that they're going to go bankrupt. I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows if any of that's true. But we need an option if, if Twitter does completely collapse. I'd be fine with all of them collapsing. All I don't like, collapse. I don't like any but of them. But it's good for to get the information. Yeah. It's good for collecting I like, I like, I do like absorbing the information. I don't like participating in the that's nonsense. That's fine. Everybody yeah. does it their own that, way. Like, like, most Listen, people do a lot. just watch. There's a ton of negatives about social media. In reality, it's probably more bad than good. Yeah. But there are some real positives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
for example, quick example, then we'll get to this. I hadn't heard the story until I saw about it, saw it on ESPN. But there's this kid, oh, he's like 19, 20, who is, wants to be a catcher, a major league catcher, right? I don't know if anybody else saw this story. I think I did. And he's from, I think, Uganda? I can't remember what. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have seen is this. Is it Uganda? Yeah. I think so. I don't remember what country. It's a country in, Af- in Africa. I want to say it's Uganda, but I can't remember for sure. And he posted a bunch of videos on, I don't know if it was Twitter. Or I remember it seeing it. I saw that, and too. And he was doing all these different, like, because the kid, he's got no money. So he was using, like, all these oddball things to make a batting tee, to make his catcher's gear. And he was showing some excellent, like, raw skills. Well, it blew up so big that he got invited to uh, Major League Baseball now has this league that's for potential draft prospects. I can't remember. It might be called the Draft League or whatever. And he got invited to be part of that. And if it wasn't for social media, nobody would have found this kid. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'm, you know, it's a cool – I saw the story on ESPN, but it's it's cool. Like, I – there's never been a player in the majors from Africa, I don't think. That's crazy. That I can think of. Um, I don't think so. No one comes to mind. No, I don't. I don't think there has been. So, I, I, I here, here's where I think, um, I, where I think social media got crazy. I think it, it was a, it, it's a lapse in the generations. Like you take people who came up with computers and understood what computers and the internet was. And so you understood that you had to decipher between what was real and what was fake, right? But then you got a whole bunch of people who never grew up with the internet, yeah. never saw computers, right? And they just gave them everything, right? It's, it's, and then and the algorithm, the, it, the algorithms are where if you start off bad, the algorithms will just show you. Yeah, it's awful. It'll there's show a, there's you. There's a lot of good and bad. Unfortunately, right. the bad is really bad. But uh, Mike. Uh, go ahead. There's never been a player from Africa, right? No, there has. Who? And he made his debut in 2017, actually. Who? I'm going to pronounce the name wrong. I apologize. It's Gift Ngope. Ngope, yeah. Ngope. Okay, so it must not be. It must be there's never been a, a baseball player from this guy's country. Where's Gift Ngope from? South Africa. Okay. okay. But, yeah, so, either way. It is one, cool. So Social media is cool. one player from Africa ever. But this guy is not from South America. Uh, South after. No, and it was it was Uganda. It was Uganda. What, it was Uganda. One million or twenty million score. Fifteen points is too high. Fifteen yes, points. Let's, go, let's okay, put the question back up. Let's, let's get back, back in. Up. Steve, yeah. take that word full. We have right. an NFL version of this next. We'll start with the yeah. basketball. One million just for showing up. Up to twenty million, or not up to twenty million in full if you can score fifteen points in an NBA game. What you doing? All right, for me this is easy, guys. There's Very no easy. chance I can score fifteen points in an NBA game. <laughs> I'm realistic about my abilities as an as an athlete or non-athlete. Uh, a million dollars changes my life. It would for most people. And you got it for free. I got it for nothing. You didn't have to do it. You just showed up. Yes, I'd rather have 15 million or 20 million, whatever it was. But the odds of me scoring 15 points in an NBA game are about a million to one. So I'm not taking that chance. I'm taking the million easy. Now, if I were somebody that was a good basketball, like a good you know, no, the, an- the answer still a maybe, but a the 15 points is a lot. If it were like, if I were a good street player and it was like two points. Yeah. Okay. If you're, if, if you are, this is how, this is how crazy this is. And, yeah. and I'm going to do this just for Jason. Yeah. Even if your name is Imani Bates <laughs> and they put you in a regular season game 
and you had to score 15, take the million. I don't know, man. And, and he, Earl, Earl would, would bet and, on the body. They scored think about 40, that, Jason. And he got drafted. Yeah. He's a, he like he does this for a living, yeah. and I would tell him not nah, take the million, cause yeah. if you were Amani Bates, what would you do? Oh, Amani Bates is taking the fifteen. He would. Or the Amani 20. Bates should take the fifteen. He would get the fifteen. You think he would in a real NBA game where the guys are playing? Yeah, he's because a hooper. We talked about hooper, this before. Yeah. Like, this ain't summer league. We're talking about a real game. If this like the playoffs, but if, if it's if, playoff defense and you count on him to get 15, if there's 20 million on the line and he can like get to the line. sabotage the entire game to get him 15, he's gonna do it. He's pulling up. Yeah, and, right. and that's that's the difference. There's doesn't there's no context in the question. Yeah. If they said, hey, McNuggets, you get 60 shots, can you make five threes out of 60 in an NBA game? Yeah, I think. Yeah, if but I would you be able to get your shot off in an NBA game? I mean, if we're playing a real game and dudes are driving and they're yeah. collapsing and someone's not just hugged to me, yeah, I can Mikey standing in the corner. They're going to play off yeah. him. Okay. He's so going to get a shot. You would go for it. No, I wouldn't because oh. I don't think that's how – the way I take this is in the flow of a game. Yeah. A person score. Well, then the question – that's a kind of a bad question because no regular Joe could do no. that. No. Re- no regular no, – No regular Joe – yeah, I promise you there's people who think they could. Who think they I could. I promise we you there's people, people in the I chat guarantee that Tyvis thinks he could. Oh, for 100%. sure. 100%. He had no yeah. chance. Tyvis no is getting locked up. <laughs> no handcuffs. He, like, you got to think about it. If, and, and if the other team is trying, like, if they have an incentive, like, do you know, like, they, the dream team, Scotty Pippen said, no, me and Michael Jordan made sure Tony Kukoc wasn't going to yeah. score. That's, That's right. Kukoc. What do you mean? <laughs> Do you understand yeah. how much? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nah. I'll tell you somebody else we know that would go for it. Dustin. Oh, for sure. Although yeah. he's getting older now. Yeah. Ten years I, ago. Ten years ago, he, you know, he would have, he, he, he could have scored a, a basket maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And now look, bro. Take he the, is a hell of an athlete. Great athlete. Hey, take the bag and run. Yeah, yeah. That, that's an easy one. Easy there's a, I say it all the time. If there's a dollar on the driveway, if there's a dollar in the street, pick it up. You want to give me a million dollars? There I'll take is. it. Yeah, I'll I'm take the million, million and I'll turn it into 10. The, yeah, number, right. the number of regular people, including like including myself, that could score five points in 48 minutes in a regular NBA game, that could score three points. Right. Well, plus, is absurd. Plus, the 48 low. minutes is crazy because you'd be exhausted. We guess. You yeah. couldn't play 48 like, minutes. Like, do you know? I couldn't play two minutes. <laughs> do you yeah. know? I, I, like, you know, some people say, oh, my gosh, you're really big. Like, some people, you're the biggest person I've ever seen. I'm like, well, you ain't seen a lot of people. Yeah. Wait, She's the second smallest six, person ten. on NBA court. 6'10". These two guards are 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, yeah. DeJounte Murray giving you work. <laughs> yeah, you're an average guard height. Yeah. Average guard height. Yeah, yeah. All right, the next one. I don't know if this is more or less realistic. Gee, I actually need your opinion on if this is more realistic or less, but same premise. This is the NFL version. Okay. Get one million just for showing up or get 10 if you can gain five yards on 10 carries. Oh, listen, give me the 10 million. I, you would go for the 10 million? Hell yeah. 10 carries in an NFL game, you got to get five yards. You could fall for two. That's definitely more realistic because if you were – you might not get touched if I'm, it's a good enough offensive I mean, line. Give me the Browns offensive line. Now, I wouldn't do it because I, I don't know. I just could – you take could, me too long to get going. Think, think about – no, listen, they can yeah. put you at fullback. Yeah. All it is is turn around, boom. Yeah, but and I – that's you only got, I would have to be untouched. It would no, be, you no, know. You, no, you could get two yards, bro. 
All you have to do you is think fall. I can get to. I appreciate two, your two yards of carry, but look, especially if you got the Browns line right No, there. I only have to get one yard of carry, five yards. Five yards, and you get ten carries. Come on, that's easy. Oh no, ten carries. I'd only have half to average point six yards per carry. A foot and a half. A foot and a half. On could I do that? That's definitely more realistic. But than after basketball. you get hit three, four, five times, now, can you get up and do now, it again? Now, if you are concussed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The question is, can you get up after the first carry? That's the real question. Yeah. Right. I mean. Or, or here's the thing. I would just like grab onto Joel Batonio's back. That's it. That's two yards right there. Joel, save my life, please. Hey, hey listen. <laughs> you got Batonio, Pochich, and, 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 and Teller. That's a nice. I, listen, I'm taking that. And I'm. If it's me, I'm tall. I can. Okay. I can fall for yeah. it for three. Will you I'm run behind Jed Wills on this bet? Will you run behind no. Jed Wills? I would. Yeah, I take the block. million. <laughs> But I admit oh that the 23-year-old me would have gone for this. See, but now, no chance. What's funny is, so this these both went mega viral on Twitter. Yeah. And there was a lot of NFL defensive linemen coming out being like, there's not a chance in hell you're getting five yards. And I, I understand I understand that they're protecting their own sport. Like, I get And obviously, yeah. five yards and ten carries is not impressive. You would never be able to succeed in the NFL with that. But... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If they know you're running the ball, and I guess there's all context to this. Like, is it 10 straight run plays? Right. Is it? Or is it in the course of a game and they don't it, know what's happening? And they don't know when it's coming? And they don't some, know you're a slapdick just standing yeah, in the Yeah, like, I don't know, but to see all of them come out, and be like, there there's not a chance in hell. Like, bro, bro. I, I lean Would towards the, the funniest thing no. ever. If I was standing in, as, at fullback <coughs> at 330 pounds, whoever's saying that just they, it's a pulling guard ball. They don't <laughs> never want to make it seem like a regular person could do what they do. But if yeah. you're if you're a, a pragmatic defensive lineman, you understand that it's not the ball carrier that you're worried about. It's the offensive lineman, right? That's what you, you we don't deal with the ball carrier. Well, we he, deal with getting off this. Well, block. G, do you think real quick like me? You see me in the gym? Yes. Do you think I can get five yards? Yes. On 10 carries? On 10 carries, yes. Yeah, I think she's wrong, but goal line like goal line is why do you think every team goes for it on fourth and one? Because they have NFL caliber players, not yeah. us. And you can push them too. Yeah. Now you can push somebody from the back. Can, I, can I, we sneak? Would the we five, all agree the that the football yeah. one is more doable yes. than the basketball? Oh, for sure. One, yes. Right. Yes. Does anybody disagree with that? Fifteen points is that's like fifteen points for a regular Joe is impossible. Impossible. Five right. yards for regular Joe, if if you're in great shape, might be possible because you'd have the protection of an offensive line. Yeah. You could do a rugby scrum. I don't think I could do it. I I don't know. I don't. Right, let's go. Let's go through the cast. Yeah. Uh, Earl, do you think Earl could get five on ten? No. I don't Andy. think anyone here can. I, I don't think, think anybody could. can either. Well, well, Tyvis. Carries? Tyvis could. Tyvis could. Five, you five yards? Tyvis could get five yards on ten carries, yes. Tyvis could get five yards on five carries. Probably. 
I would I would agree with you there. I'm more worried about. But Tyvis just stopped playing like a year or two yeah, ago. It's not the distance. It's me getting hit. Could I get up after getting right. hit once? That, not, that to me is the question. McNuggets, sure all you would have to, to do is if you got low and just dove forward, that's two yards. Gee, 15 years ago, I would have said you could do it. You're too old now. No offense. Hey, get, Definitely get, Jason and I can't. No way Mike can. No way Earl can. If, if, no if, way Anthony can. How, how many? Yeah, five guys. Five yards is not that much. Five yards is from here. I'm aware. That. See, you're saying that because you played against guys that played in the NFL. Well, you do have blockers, though, Bull. I know, but we can't like. Well, I mean, maybe you know Mike and Earl, maybe, but like I can't get like. I can't even get out of my stance quick enough to get I, I going. Pulled, I pulled a muscle in my back working out on Monday, man. I'm going to be 47 <laughs> years old in a couple weeks. I'm not getting five Who yards. in a race between Mike and Earl, by the way? I mean, I'd, I'd beat Earl in a race. It's You'd beat Earl close. in a race? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still fast. I don't know if Earl got no quick twitch muscles. No. Earl, Earl he's like, a NASCAR fan. Yeah, he don't. I don't know if he got no. He ain't done no plyometrics, and he told me he can't hoop. So yeah, he can't. He, he says he can't hoop. I'm not gonna rephrase the. How uh, have we exactly never played said. basketball as a group? I've invited. I literally told Tyvis where to show up tonight. No, but we would go to your with like all these good players, like just us, just having some fun. Be, because rent out the Rocky River Rec Center. Let's do it. We can play outside. What well, do we don't need to I, I, I mean, my I knees don't work outside no, no, anymore. No, 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 no. I mean, the reason we haven't done it is I don't want to tear my Achilles. Is Tegna giving out insurance all of a sudden? <laughs> where's, these, where's this like, I think, yeah. Overtime. <laughs> See you See set. overtime next. <laughs> If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.